And now we're reading from the Sri Chaitanya Chaitanya Jaya Jaya Shri Chaitanya Jaya Janata Knowing him, Lord Chaitanya, to be the incarnation for Kali Yuga, Gargamuni, during the naming ceremony of Krishna, predicted his appearance. Asan Varnas Trayoyasya Grinatonu Yugam Tanu Shuklo raktas tatapita idanim krishna tam gata. This boy, Krishna, has three other colors white, red, and yellow, as he appears in different ages. Now he has appeared in a transcendental blackish color. This is a verse from Srimad Bhagavatam 10a13. Rakta pita varna eighteen duty, Satya treta kale kale darina shipati. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. White, red, and yellow. These are the three bodily lusters that the Lord, the husband of the goddess of fortune, assumes in the ages of Satya, Trata, and Kali, respectively. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Now in the Dwarpa Yuga, the Lord has descended in a blackish hue. This is the essence of the statements in the Puranas and other Vedic literatures with reference to, this, to the context. Vapare Bhagavan Shama Pita Vasa Nijayuda Lakshaner Upalakshita Everybody Dwapare Bhagavan Shama 
In the Dwapara Yuga, the personality of Godhead appears in a blackish hue. He is dressed in yellow, he holds his own weapons, and he is decorated with the Kaushtuba jewel and marks of Srivatsa. This is how his symptoms are described. Purport. This is a verse from Srimad Bhagavatam 11.5.27, spoken by Saint Karabhajana, one of the nine royal mystics who explained to King Nimi the different features of the Lord in different ages. Kali Juga Juga Dharma Namera Prachar Tati Lagi Pita Varna Chitanavatar Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare The religious practice for the age of Kali is to broadcast the glories of the holy name. Only for this purpose has the Lord in a yellow color descended as Lord Chaitanya. Purport in this age of Kali the practical system of religion for everyone is the chanting of the name of Godhead. This was introduced in this age by Lord Chaitanya. Bhakti Yoga actually begins with the chanting of the Holy Name as confirmed by Madhvacharya in his commentary on the Mundaka Upanishad. He quotes this verse from the Narayana Samhita. Dwapariyar Janera Vishnu Pancharatrais to Kevalai, Kalotu Nama Matrena, Pujite Bhagavanhari. In the Dwapara Yuga, people should worship Lord Vishnu only by the regulative principles of their Narada Pancharatra and other such authorized books. In the age of Kali, however, people should simply chant the holy names of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The Hare Krishna mantra is especially mentioned in many Upanishads, such as the Kali Santarana Upanishad, where it is said, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Iti Shodashakam Nam Nam, Kali Kalmusha Nashanam. Nata Parataru Paya Sarva Vedishu Drishyate. After searching through all the Vedic literature, one cannot find a method of religion more sublime for this age than the chanting of Hare Krishna. Taptahima Samakanti Prakanda Sharira Navamega Jini Kanta Dwani Yekambir. Everybody. Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare The luster of his expansive body resembles molten gold. The deep sound of his voice conquers the thundering of newly assembled clouds. 
Hargyavistari jay apanara hatta chari hasta hoya maha pusha vikya Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare One who measures four cubits in height and in breadth by his own hand is celebrated as a great personality. Nairogra Parimandala Hoy Tarnam Nairogra Parimandala Tanu Chaitanya Gunadam Such a person is called Nyagroda Parimandala Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu who personifies all good qualities has the body of a Nyagroda Parimandala Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama Rama no one other than the Supreme Lord Himself, who has engaged the conditioned souls by His own illusory energy, can possess these bodily features. These features certainly indicate an incarnation of Vishnu and no one else. Ajanu lambita bhuja kamala lochana tilapula jini nasa vandana Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare His arms are long enough to reach his knees. His eyes are just like lotus flowers. His nose is like a sesame flower and his face is as beautiful as the moon. Shanta Tasa Krishna Bhakta Nishta Parayan Vatsala Shushila Sarva Bhutisam Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare He is peaceful, self-controlled and fully devoted to the transcendental service of Lord Sri Krishna. He is affectionate toward his devotees, he is gentle and he is equally disposed toward all living beings. Chandanera Angada Chandanera Angada Chandanera Angabala Chandara Bhushana Pari Karin Krishna Sankirtana Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare He is decorated with sandalwood bangles and armlets and anointed with the pulp of sandalwood. He especially wears these decorations to dance in Sri Krishna's Sankirtan. Esha bhuna loy vishpayana sahasra nami koila tarnamaganana Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Recording all these qualities of Lord Chaitanya, the sage Vaishvain Payana included his name in the Vishnu Sahasranam. Dui Lila Chaitanya Adi Arshesh Dui Lila Chari Chari Nama Vishesh Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama Rama 
pastimes of Lord Chaitanya have two divisions. The early pastimes, Adi Lila, and the later pastimes, Shesha Lila. He has four names in each of these two Lilas. Prikashori, chant this verse, please. times he appears as a householder with a golden complexion. His limbs are beautiful and his body smeared with the pulp of sandalwood seems like molten gold. In his later pastimes he accepts the sannyas order and he is equipoised and peaceful. He is the highest abode of peace and devotion for he silences the impersonalist non-devotees. Purport. This is a verse for the Mahabharata Dan Dharma Vishnu Sahasranam Stotra. It is commentary on the Vishnu Sahasranam called Namarta Sudha. Sri Baladeva Dibhushana, commenting upon this verse, asserts that Lord Chaitanya is the Supreme Personality of Godhead according to the evidence of the Upanishads. He explains that Suvarnavarna means a golden complexion. He also quotes the Vedic injunction, Yada Pasha Pashate Rukbavarnam Kartaramisham Purusham Brahma Yonim from the Mundaka Upanishad 313. Rukbavarnam Kartaramisham refers to the Supreme Personality of Godhead as having a complexion, the color of molten gold. Purusha means the Supreme Lord, and Brahma Yonim indicates that he is also the Supreme Brahman. This evidence, too, proves that Lord Chaitanya is the Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna. Another meaning of the description of the Lord as having a golden hue is that Lord Chaitanya's personality is as fascinating as gold is attractive. Srila Baladeva Dibhushan has explained that the word varanga means exquisitely beautiful. Lord Chaitanya accepted sannyas, leaving aside his householder life to preach his mission. He has equanimity in different senses. First, he describes the confidential truth of the personality of Godhead, and second, he satisfies everyone by knowledge and attachment to Krishna. He is peaceful because he renounces all topics not related to the service of Krishna. Srila Baladeva Dubushan has explained that the word nishta indicates his being rigidly fixed in chanting the holy name of Sri Krishna. Lord Chaitanya subdued all disturbing opponents of devotional service, especially the monists, who are actually averse to the personal feature of the Supreme Lord.
It is repeatedly and clearly said that the essence of religion in the age of Kali is the chanting of the holy name of Krishna. Prekishori. Worship the Lord of the universe. In Kali Yuga, they also worship the Supreme Personality of Godhead by the regulations of the revealed scriptures. Kindly now hear of that from me, purport. This verse is spoken by, by Saint Karabhajana in Srimad Bhagavatam 11.5.31. Krishna Varnam Tushak Krishnam Confidential companions, Jagnai by sacrifice, Sankirtana Praye, constant, consisting chiefly of congregational chanting, Yajanti, they worship, He, certainly, Sumedasa. In the age of Kali, intelligent persons perform congregational chanting to worship the incarnation of Godhead, who constantly sings the name of Krishna. Although his complexion is not blackish, he is Krishna himself. He is accompanied by his associates, servants, weapons, and confidential companions. This text is from Srimad Bhagavatam 11.5.32. Srila Jiva Goswami has explained this verse in his commentary on the Bhagavatam known as Kramasandarbha wherein he says that Lord Krishna also appears with a golden complexion. That golden Lord Krishna is Lord Chaitanya, who is worshipped by intelligent men in this age. That is confirmed in Srimad Bhagavatam by Gargamuni, who said that although the child Krishna was blackish, he also appears in three other colors, red, white, and yellow. He exhibited his white and red complexions in the Satya and Tritha ages, respectively. He did not exhibit the remaining color, 
yellow gold until he appeared as Lord Chaitanya, who is known as Gaurahari. Srila Jiva Goswami explains that Krishnavarna means Sri Krishna Chaitanya. Krishnavarna and Krishna Chaitanya are equivalent. The name Krishna appears with both Lord Krishna and Lord Chaitanya Krishna. Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, but he always engages in describing Krishna and thus enjoys transcendental bliss by chanting and remembering his name and form. Lord Krishna himself appears as Lord Chaitanya to preach the highest gospel. Lord Chaitanya always chants the holy name of Krishna and describes it also. And because he is Krishna himself, whoever meets him will automatically chant the holy name of Krishna and labor, later describe it to others. He injects one with transcendental Krishna consciousness, which merges the chanter in transcendental bliss. In all respects, therefore, he appears before everyone as Krishna either by personality or by sound. Simply by seeing Lord Chaitanya, one at once remembers Lord Krishna. One may therefore accept him as Vishnu Tattva. In other words, Lord Chaitanya is Lord Krishna himself. Sango Pangashtra Parshadam further indicates that Lord Chaitanya is Lord Krishna. His body is always decorated with ornaments of sandalwood and sandalwood paste. By his super-excellent beauty, he subdues all the people of the age. In other descents, the Lord sometimes used weapons to defeat the demoniac. But in this age, the Lord subdues them all with his all-attractive figure as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. In other descents, the Lord sometimes used weapons to defeat the demoniac. But in this age, the Lord subdues them with his all-attractive figure as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Srila Jiva Goswami explains that his beauty is his astra or weapon to subdue the demons. Because he is all-attractive, it is to be understood that all the demigods lived with him as his companions. His acts were uncommon, and his associates wonderful. When he propagated the Sankirtan movement, he attracted many great scholars and acharyas, especially in Bengal and Orissa. Lord Chaitanya is always accompanied by his best associates like Lord Nityananda, Advaita, Gradhara, and Srivas. Srila Jiva Goswami cites a verse from the Vedic literature which says, that there is no necessity of performing sacrificial demonstrations or ceremonial functions. He comments that instead of engaging in such external pompous exhibitions, all people, regardless of caste, color, or creed, can assemble together and chant Hare Krishna to worship Lord Chaitanya. Krishna Varnam Tusha Krishnam indicates that prominence should be given to the name of Krishna. Lord Chaitanya taught Krishna consciousness and chanted the name of Krishna. Therefore, to worship Lord Chaitanya, everyone should together chant the Mahamantra. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Rama Hare Hare.
propagate worship in churches, temples, or mosques is not possible because people have lost interest in that. But anywhere and everywhere, people can chant Hare Krishna. Thus, worshiping Lord Chaitanya, they can perform the highest activity and fulfill the highest religious purpose of satisfying the Supreme Lord. Srila Sarvabhauma Bhattacharya, a famous disciple of Lord Chaitanya, said, The principle of transcendental devotional service having been lost, Sri Krishna Chaitanya has appeared in order to deliver again the process of devotion. He is so kind that he is distributing love of Krishna. Everyone should be attracted more and more to his lotus feet as humming bees are attracted to a lotus flower, Prabhupada. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama 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 Rama, R
Hare ha 
Ramananda Roy, according to Krishnas Kaviraj Goswami, acted as miners and they excavated the nectar of Krishna Kata. So we're going to try that also. Today happens to be 1017 and I see that there's already some reflections, questions and a reflection. The first one is from Shringara Ras Devidasi, who says, my question is that it is very hard for me to have a service toward family members, even though they are devotees. Let's see if I'm seeing the whole thing here. Okay. Uh, it, my question is that it is very hard for me to have an attitude of service toward, towards family members, even though they are devotees. How can I make this shift in my consciousness from considering many of my responsibilities as a burden to an attitude of service in relation to Krishna, would you kindly guide me? So in the Sri Shapanishad, it is said, Yastu sarvani bhutani atmani vanu pashiti sarva bhute shuchatmanam tatona vidyugupsate that you should learn to see all living entities as pure spiritual parts and parcels of the Lord. So if you can't realize it, then just try to follow in the footsteps of those who have realized it, anupashyati, and see that way. So if you have relatives around you who are devotees, first and foremost, see them as devotees and act like that towards them as devotees. 
That's why there's etiquette. Etiquette is a kind of protection in society so that we don't go over the guardrail. There are guardrails, so we stay in our lane and we don't unnecessarily succumb to tendencies of becoming over-familiar and then envious of other people. So we keep the etiquette. So when you're dealing with devotees, whether they're family members or others, try practicing etiquette. And uh, one of the ways you can practice etiquette is in the way you address others. Use a respectful um, term to refer to uh, your god brothers, god sisters. In fact, Prabhupada mentions within the Chaitanya, within the Srimad Bhagavatam that when devotees refer to the one another, they say Prabhu, because then you say, oh, you're my master. And um, we should think like that, that I'm, I'm your servant. So you can try that. Just test it out and see how it works. Sri Madhava Mahotsava says, I liked, I really liked the verses glorifying the congregational chanting of the holy name. Well, you would, Sri Madhava Mahotsava, because that's your life and soul. We find that very often people who visibly show appreciation will almost always take a small book or pamphlets, and some are very curious that they will immediately begin reading. Uh, amplifies the vibration. So it's so satisfying to see them read, carry the book dance. Nice reflection, yes. This is where real happiness comes from, participating in the Sankirtan movement and finding every single way to amplify the sound vibration of the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. And that's what books are. They're an amplification because they're the Brihat Madanga. So you have Kirtan and then from there the books go out and people start to read them. And then the devotees who are distributing feel ananda. That's the way to feel happiness in life, is to participate in the Sankirtan movement. Everything else is just maintenance to get to the point where you can participate in the Sankirtan movement. Don't think maintenance is happiness in life. It's not. Only engagement in direct devotional service is happiness. Vaikuntha Nayaka Prabhu, all the way from Mysore, there was a sentence in the purport which said that Mahaprabhu was peaceful because he did not associate with any topics not related to Krishna. I thought this is such a wonderful, succinct formula for peace. Let's look at uh, uh, first canto, fifth chapter, I think it's 12th verse. Tatonya ta kinchana yadvavakshata pratagdritashtatkritanurupanamabhi. Can we see that verse? Whatever you desire to describe that is separate in vision from the Lord simply reacts with different forms, names, and results to agitate the mind as the wind agitates a boat which has no resting place. Purport. Srila Vyasadeva is the editor of all descriptions of Vedic literatures, and thus he has described transcendental realization in different ways, namely by fruit of activities, speculative knowledge, mystic power, and devotional service. Besides that, in his various Puranas, he has recommended the worship of so many demigods in different forms and names. The result is that people in general are puzzled how to fix their minds in the service of the Lord. 
they are always disturbed about finding the real path of self-realization. Srila Nardadeva is stressing this particular defect in the Vedic literature compiled by Vyasadeva, and thus he is trying to emphasize describing everything in relation to the Supreme Lord and no one else. In fact, there is nothing existent except the Lord. The Lord is manifested in different expansions. He is the root of the complete tree. He is the stomach of the complete body. Pouring water on the root is the right process to water the tree as much as feeling, feeding the stomach supplies energy to all parts of the body. Therefore, Srila Vyasadeva should not have compiled any Puranas other than the Bhagavat Purana because a slight deviation from that may create havoc for self-realization. If a slight deviation can create such havoc, then what to speak of deliberate expansion of the ideas separate from the absolute truth personality of Godhead. The most effective part of worshiping demigods is that it creates a definite conception of pantheism ending disastrously in many religious sects detrimental to the progress of the principles of Bhagavatam, which alone can give the accurate direction for self-realization in eternal relation with the personality of Godhead by devotional service in transcendental love. The example of the boat disturbed by whirling wind is suitable in this respect. The diverted mind of the pantheist can never reach the perfection of self-realization due to the disturbed condition of the selection of object. Isn't that beautiful phraseology? Due to the disturbed condition of the selection of object. So, um, just as Vaikuntha uh, Nayaka has stated here, there is a sentence in the purport which said that Mahaprabhu was peaceful because he did not associate with any topics not related to Krishna. I thought this is such a wonderful, succinct formula for peace. And this verse from Nardadev to Vyasadev saying, Tatonyata kinchana yadvavakshita pratagdrishas. Tatagdrishas means anything that's separate in vision. Drishas means vision. Pratag means separate. It's cut off from the vision of the Lord. So you're not connecting it back. If you bring up some topic and it and you can't connect it back to the Supreme Personality of God, it, it will disturb everybody. There's no connection whatsoever. This verse in the Bhagavatam by Krishna says, it's from the Chatur Shloki Bhagavatam. You know that Lord Krishna spoke to Brahmaji in the beginning of the creation and he gave him these four uh, nutshell verses of the Bhagavatam. When one of them says, Whatever you desire to describe, that this, this verse also uh, tells what Maya is, and that is, Maya means when you see something, you describe something that is uh, separate from the Lord. There is nothing separate from the Lord. So if you try to make it separate or you separate it by your consciousness, then that's called Maya or illusion. And the entire civilization has subscribed to this idea that let's separate everything from God. 
and therefore there's no resting place and there's the pall of illusion uh, which has drawn over the entire civilization for lack of connection to the supreme personality of godhead this concept is also mentioned by Havi Yogendra when he says bhayam dvitiya abhinivesha tasyad ishad apetasya viparyajo smriti and that is when <clears throat> When you uh, see something separate from the Lord, then you become full of fear. And he says, you develop a, a mood of uh, competition with the Supreme Personality of God. There is no competition against Krishna. We're part and parcel of Krishna. We're meant to cooperate, not to compete. And there, then uh, thereafter, he says to, uh, that you should uh, solve this problem by being one-pointed in your attention in worshiping the Lord. Be one-pointed in your attention to worship the Lord. Bhayam dvitiya bini beishatasyad ishad apetasya vipariyadyo smiti tanmaya tam buddha abhijatam bhaktyayika yesham guru devatatma. You should put your full attention into worshiping Krishna, accept guru and as representative and then uh, find some service and then serve Krishna one-pointedly. This is also advice given in the Srimad Bhagavatam, first canto, second chapter. Tasmat ekena manasa bhagavan sattvatam bhati shotavya kirtitavyas jadyeya pujas tanityada. And that is with one pointed attention, he says, Asuta Goswami, tasmat, therefore, tasmat ekena manasa, your mind should be one pointed, fixed on one thing. Ekena manasa bhagavan sattvatam bhati, fix it on bhagavan who's the protector of the devotees. And how do you do that? Shrotavya kirtitavyascha dhyaya pujas chanitira. These various ways in which you can fix your mind directly on the Lord. They all have to do with getting your bhajan on. So shrotavya, you should hear about him. Shrotavya kirtitavyascha, you should sing about him. Dhyaya, you should meditate on him. Pujas, do puja to worship the Lord. How, when should you do it? Always. And always means at least every day. You have other things to do? Fine, but at least finish all these things before you do everything else or make sure you work them in every day. If you miss a day, you're going to, you're going to be adrift and in trouble. Look at this. We have so many nice uh, points here. Look, Shama Rupa Prabhu, Jai. Thank you for the wonderful recita recitation of CC and amazing Kirtan. While chanting, we beg for the opportunity for service. Would you please explain how the chanting of the Maha Mantra itself is a seva, nam seva? Thank you. So, Hrishikena Hrishikesha, Sevanam Bhakti Ruchite. It's a, the process of, of Krishna consciousness to use the senses in the service of the master of the senses. So, when we use our tongue and ears to, uh, to, to glorify Krishna, we're doubling back, we're using them to glorify Krishna, which is a service. And that's why it uh, satisfies the senses, it transcendentalizes the senses, it's a service. Not only that, Haridas Thakur explains it, that when you chant Hare Krishna, you should do so loudly. And the reason that's a service is because other living entities hear it. And when they hear it, then 
Yerabhaso pyu dyan kablita bhava dvanta vibhavo drishan tatvandanam apitishati pakti pranayanim. Just by hearing the vibration, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. The little jiva who's lost his way in the mire of material illusion then awakens to bhakti and thinks, oh, I, I, I should be a Hare Krishna. Just by hearing jing, 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 Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, and it's like, oh, I think I'm a devotee too. How does that happen? Uh, by hearing directly the Supreme Personality of God in the form of sound. Iti murtyabhidhanena mantra murtyam murtikam yajite yajya purusham sasanyag darshana puman. Narada said, this is the best way to see the Lord face to face is through the mantra. And when other people hear it from your chanting, then they awaken and it's Krishna's intention that all living beings be awakened and come back to his service. So that's a service also by chanting Hare Krishna. What does it speak of awakening yourself so that you can uh, be more dedicated always? Thanks, Shamarupa Guru. Bhakti Yogesh, a power phrase, engagement and direct devotional service is happiness. That's a fact. Uh, distraction is torture. Focus is nectar. What to speak is if you focus on serving the Supreme Personality of God and you're perfectly aligned. And when you're perfectly aligned, in your constitutional nature is happy. You're happy all the time. Sindhu Kanya Devi Dasi, Hare Krishna. She gives this reflection. I love how in our Shastras there are beautiful descriptions of the Lord. When we love someone, we want to know about what they are doing, wearing, how they walk, talk, etc. And our Shastras make it so easy to love Krishna by giving us these vivid descriptions. I especially like the descriptions of Krishna's voice in Chaitanya Charitamrita Adi 341. The deep sound of his voice conquers the thundering of newly assembled clouds. Oh, such a nice point. These are details that are lacking in many theological systems in the world. When it comes to describing the personality of Godhead, we get something amorphous or we, we get avoidance. We can't talk about it. It's not possible to hear. But the revealed scriptures give us a clear understanding of what the voice sounds like, what the Lord's eyes, lotus feet, and so forth. And when we have that, then we can be we can uh, worship, we can remember him and that is of utmost importance because how are you going to remember someone uh, for whom you don't know any of the qualities? That's an excellent point. Kevala Bhakti, Hare Krishna. Thank you for checking in. Here's a question. Uh, Kevala Bhakti said, we were reading this morning from the CC that separation in the material world, while painful, is nothing like separation in the spiritual world, which is relishable. In fact, it is described that separation in the spiritual world is sometimes more relishable than actually even being with Krishna, period. Can you please elaborate? Yeah, this was discussed by Ramananda Roy and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. You'll find it in the Ramananda Samvad, where he describes how this uh, separation and union are the two aspects of the ongoing river of Prem. They're like two banks on the river of Prema, the separation and the meeting. And there's always a tension 
between the two that when I'm when they're together, they're thinking, when am I going to be separated? And when they're separated, then when are we going to be together? And so the separation is described that it's a it's like a poison, like the, the bite of a serpent with poison. It's so uh, severely painful when you're bitten by the serpent and it simultaneously nectar is being poured on your head at the same time. And we have maybe some experience in this world when we feel separation from a loved one that uh, has departed. And then we feel that um, voidness in the world. Like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, Shunyayatam Jagatsarvam, the whole world feels void. I, I'm missing um, Krishna. And so much the whole world looks like nothing. I, there's nothing here I like anymore because this person is gone. So in that feeling of separation, there's um, paradoxically the greatest kind of enjoyment because it's on the spiritual platform. It's, it's the most deeply emotional moving state, but it's spiritual. And therefore it's like nectar being poured on one's head at the same time that one is uh, feeling this open wound uh, of, of separation. So, this is the uh, teaching of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and it started with the seed of Madhavendra Puri. When Madhavendra Puri was leaving the world, he was saying over and over again, Oh, my Lord of Mathura, I never attained you. I'm so far away. And this is noted by Kaviraj Goswami as the place where this mood of Vipralamba first appeared. And then Mahaprabhu demonstrated, he manifested it. And he would sit in the Gambira and he hear from Surudamara Ramanand Roy over and over again the songs of, of the great Acharyas who talked about Vipralamba. And again and again, he'd feel this separation, so much so that the Gambira, although it was locked, somehow or other Mahaprabhu would get out from the locked room, not by unlocking it, but somehow or other he'd get out. And he'd wander in, in this mood of separation. Once he fell into the ocean, drifted for miles and miles until the devotees found him. And other times when he couldn't get out, he'd rub his beautiful lotus face on stone walls. And he was feeling this intensity of separation. So this is the primary emotion we find in Vrindavan. Uh, Lord Krishna augmented this by apparently leaving Vrindavan to go off and kill demons and settle up the score, protect everybody from these demons. But he was always manifested there in his bhava form. But there was this apparent dichotomy because the devotees in Vrindavan felt this separation. And Prabhupada points this out in the Nectar Devotion that there's a way in which this apparent great uh, ocean of tribulation that washes over the residents of Vrindavan after Krishna leaves is actually the highest happiness. It's paradoxical. So then um, Akshay and Kautukarnava, I have this question. Uh, who are the white and red incarnations in Satya Yuga and Trita Yuga respectively? I have heard Varahadev as white incarnation in Satya. We are not sure about reddish incarnation, Treta. 
there's some description there about the, the Lord appearing in diff, as Varaha different um, uh, yugas in different colors, white and red. Shruti Priya Devi Dasi, when we think of anything separate from Krishna, then Maha Maya catches us trying to entangle us in material energy. That's why we should be very scared of thinking anything other than Krishna. That's a good attitude, yes. And she also gives a power phrase, use the senses to please the master of the senses, Rishikesh. So this is from the verse, Sarvopati vanir muktam tatpratena nirmalam rishikena rishikesha sevanam bhaktira uchite. Everyone should memorize that verse if you haven't already. It's very important. Sarvopati vanir muktam tatpratena nirmalam rishikena rishikesha sevanam bhaktira uchite. This is the definition of devotional service when you, as the... Um, you use your senses in the, in the service of the master of the senses. And by doing so, then your senses become purified of upadis. The upadi is described by Srila uh, uh, Jiva Goswami as uh, if you take a crystal, which is clear, and then next to it, you place a, a red flower like a rose. And then the crystal will appear to be red. However, crystal is not red. So similarly, uh, we're pure spiritual souls. And when we come in contact with material nature and identify with it, then we take on various colors. This is Rishabhadev describes how we become colored by the fruit of activities, means the desire for fruit of activity in the material world. And therefore we connect with the material energy. And it appears that we're man, woman, child, adult, cat, dog, snake, a mosquito, uh, the soul is actually always the same. It's uh, eternally the same, but it goes through these upadis by identifying with the material nature again and again. And so, sarvopadi vanir muktam tatpratvena nirmalam, by engaging your senses in the service of the master of the senses, Rishikesh, you'll become freed from those upadis. And you'll realize that actually what my nature is, is a part and parcel of Krishna, and my eternal occupation is to, to engage in his service. So uh, there are activities or, uh, to engage in in devotional service. We should use our senses in those. So going to Mangalartik, seeing the deity, taking Charnamrita, bowing down uh, before the deity, and then um, chanting and dancing before the deities, clapping one's hands before the deity, bringing a flower to offer to the deity, and then smelling the flower after you've offered to the deity, cooking for the deity, going on Sankirtan to distribute the Lord's books, to uh, doing management, keeping the, the bank accounts uh, for the Lord and making sure that they're, they're uh, transparent and all tightened up. These are all using our senses in the service of Hrishikesh. And if you do that, as you do that, your senses become purified. Then we have, then we have, um, what is the reason, did I miss one? What is the reason, what is the reason that Narada Muni chanted Narayan Narayan instead of Mahamantra? Narada Muni chanted Narayan Narayan. Where? 
Narada Muni did? I'm not sure of the context. In popular culture, it is shown uh, that uh, Narada is always chanting Narayan Narayan like this. Well, he's a Vaikuntha devotee. His mood is to worship Narayan. He, he, um, that's his Staibhav, that he, he has this um, way of worshiping the Lord in on reverence. So his place is, uh, his Ishtadev is Narayan. That's why he chants Narayan Narayan. Bhakta Rohit, uh, paraphrase, let's, let's not stop at sanitizing our hands alone. Let's sanitize our hearts with Harinam Sankirtan. Huh. Shamalangi, question. Do we know the names indicated in Chaitanya Charitamrita which say the pastimes of Lord Chaitanya have two divisions? The early pastimes, Adi Lila, and the later pastimes, Shesha Lila. He has uh, four names in each of these two Lilas. Um, not right off the top of my head, we'd have to, um, we'd have to, uh, I mean, we do know that he was named Nimai and Gorahari, and there are various names when he's in his younger years, and then Sri Krishna Chaitanya after he took sannyas and so forth. But I don't know the four and four. We'll have to look it up. That's your shukadai, your homework, Shamalangi, to research and find out. Okay. All right. Let's see if there's any other questions from the from the Zoom room. Maharaj, can I ask a follow-up question, please? Yes, you may. Uh, so this is about uh, that point where you mentioned that anything uh, in that shloka you mentioned that anything you see separate from Krishna actually uh, is uh, is a very low, I mean lower consciousness or um, it is the cause of uh, all um, uh, anxiety right I'm just paraphrasing so uh, I'm guessing this kind of understanding is uh, for the uttamadikari uh, or is there some way for uh, person beginners like me to actually connect to this because obviously there are uh, the do's and don'ts and there are the forbidden things and uh, we should not end up imitating this consciousness so how do we understand this uh, mood that everything that nothing is separate from Krishna and at, at the same time um, there are yama niyama rules which we have to adhere to. Uh, just read Bhagavad Gita. In the Gita, Krishna says, "Of lights, I am the radiant sun. I'm the. I'm also the moon." He says, "I'm the taste in water." And he said, "Bijamam sarvabhutanam," uh, that I am the. I'm the seed of all existences. So, in this section of the Bhagavatam, in the uh, in the seventh chapter, you'll notice uh, Krishna says, Apana samsutim goranyanama vivishoku. Oh, no. Uh, the, he, he gives uh, various ways in which he, you can see him in everyday things of the world. So um, 
he mentions punya ganda pratibhyam cha tejas chasmi vavavaso jivanam sarvabhuteshu tapas chasmi tapasvishu. So he says, the smell of the earth. You know that smell you get when uh, it first rains after a long time? Isn't that, I mean, there's nothing like it, right? It's so fresh and you think new life. I love that, especially in California now because uh, it's, it's so drought ridden nowadays. But when the rain comes, you hear that pitter patter. And then all of a sudden you look out and then you open the door and the scent comes in, the fresh rain. It just hit the ground and the, the smell of the earth, punyo ganda, punyo ganda. You get the smell of the earth, Krishna, that's me. And so you go, oh, that smells so good. What is that? It's Krishna, punyo ganda prativyam cha, tejas chasmi vibhavaso. You notice in fire and any light, the luminosity is Krishna. Jivanam sarvabhute shoham, the life of all that lives. Any place where you see life, like in an earthworm. I'm fascinated by earthworms. I watch them and I think, how, you know, where do they get their, their intelligence from? I mean, they're just a little tube. I mean, how big can their brain be? And there they figure out how to go from one place to the next and uh, find a little place to dig down in the earth. And I guess they eat dirt all day long or whatever they do, they have a little earthworm society, they manage to uh, pack a lunch, go to work, get insurance and uh, do all their earthworm jobs. And you know, what's the life in there? Krishna's the life. Jivanam Sarvabhuteshu, for all living entities, any place you see life, life means impetus to live. A little spider uh, you see, and you know, I see these ants out here, I have this um, pulverized granite I put down for the pathways around here. And uh, then they dig down into that. They have a little city down there. And they have a co conventions going on. They have little political parties. They have, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, used cars, new car, I don't, whatever they got. That uh, They have a whole thing going on down there. And when I'm chanting my job out there, I just see them moving around. There's life there. What is that life? The, the Paramatma's there, the Jiva's there, life's going on. Otherwise, if they were dead stones, they just sit there. And then if I came back uh, three weeks later, the stone is still sitting there, but not the ants. So Krishna says, no, see me in this. See me in these simple things. Bijamam sarvabhutanam, bidiparta sanatanam. See me in the seeds, see me in the ocean. Uh, everywhere, uh, the sound in ether, shabda ke parusham nishu, any sound you hear, that's Krishna. It's coming from Krishna. So just take those parts of the Bhagavad Gita, and then when you hear that, go, oh, Krishna, that's Krishna. And then also, whenever any danger comes up, does any ever danger come up in your life? Yes? Vrinda saying yes. yes. <laughs> So danger comes up all the time. So when danger comes up, do like Damodar Vamsidari. Anything happens, like once we were sitting in the temple temple room and the, and the bulletin board came unscrewed and it started a fall. You could see it was gonna be dangerous. It was falling off the wall in slow motion. And he yelled, immediately yelled, hey, Jagannath, oh, Jagannath. Uh, so 
Bhagavatam says, you know, in danger, call out for Krishna. Oh, Jagannath. Oh, Krishna. Just uh, use every opportunity. In danger, call for Krishna. You see the ocean, say, oh, Krishna. Krishna says, of, of bodies of water, I'm the ocean. I mean, the ocean. It's so, I mean, it's awesome. When I drove, drive over to see Satyadev Prabhu, I go over the hill. And as soon as I come up to the top of the 92, I look out, there's the ocean. And there's nothing like it anywhere. That's Krishna. When you say, what's Krishna? He's like, you, you'll know it when you see it. There's no, nothing else like it, that feeling. How can you explain the ocean? It's expansive, awesome. You can't fathom it. You, you don't even know what's in it. Anything could be in there. And so, you know, that's Krishna. So everywhere you go, everything you see, the spices, those flavor, that comes from Krishna. That's all Krishna. And Prabhupada says this one verse, he, he actually spoke on this verse, Rasoham uh, Apsakonteya on Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's appearance day. And he said, this is the way to become Krishna conscious. Every time you drink water, that's Krishna. And he said, okay, you don't like water? Let's just say you're an alcoholic and you drink wine all day. He said, when you sip wine, then you think this taste is Krishna. He said, even then you'll become Krishna conscious. <laughs> so there's no difficulty because actually it's true. Krishna is everything. And the energy and the energetic are the same. Esha, desha, sutasya, agnir, joshna, vistarani, yata, parasya, brahmana, shaktis, tateram, akilam, jagat. The Vishnu Purana, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu quoted this. He said, the, the Supreme is like the sun, which expands its energy everywhere. And that the energy and the energetic are one. So if you see the energies and you understand, they come from an energetic source and the qualities we see in them are the same as the, the, the place they come from. There's no separation actually. Then you'll always be connected to Krishna. In Hawaii, the devotees... Prabhupada said, you could go swim in the ocean. So it's very heavenly, where it used to be in Hawaii. Uh, still in many places. But you go there, and then uh, the devotees would go, and they'd swim in the ocean, and they, and they were thinking, this is too nice. We're in Maya. So they went back and told Prabhupada, but Prabhupada, you said swim in the ocean, but we feel like we're in Maya. Prabhupada said, how can you be in Maya? He said, Krishna says your life, he's the light of the sun and the moon. He said, he's, Krishna's the ocean. How are you getting in Maya? If you just see, that's Krishna. So remember Krishna always. And if you have a hard time remembering him, then Prabhupada says, then just chant. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Because the advice that uh, Krishna gave to Arjuna, he gives this advice in the eighth chapter of the Gita, because he said, Arjuna, it's really important to remember me, especially at the time of death. He said, so the way to do that is to practice during this lifetime remembering me. And in the purport, Prabhupada says, you practice, you work, you do what you have to do, but at the same time you chant, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. And then, then without a doubt, you'll be able to always remember Krishna. Any other questions? 
Hare Krishna, Guru Maharaj. Hey, Deva Vrata, where are you? I'm in Capella shopping for a camping soap for our traveling Sankirtan van. Where is that? Uh, Nebraska. Go Huskers. <laughs> Fantastic. I just so, wanted to, I just yeah. wanted to add something from this week that I was thinking about when you were just speaking about all those things. It's getting really cold here, so we have our big buddy heater in the van. And when it comes out every morning, I notice we all gather around it like Mangalarchik for the deity. And I was just thinking, Krishna's the heat and fire. He's keeping us all so warm. And so yeah. I was just appreciating, you know, your what you're speaking about and just my experience this week. Thank you so much. So nice you know, that reminds you. me at this time in uh, in Govardhan or a little later, it's still warm, probably really warm. But usually when it gets on in the season, then uh, I see when we're doing our parikrama and going around that uh, people come out, they, they burn little fires. They get a little fire going. They're all standing around. Even the dogs come over and, you know, stand next to the fire and try to get warm. And yes, that's a time to remember Krishna. He's the heat and fire. And uh, he's the fire of digestion. That's another one you can remember always, that Krishna is the fire of digestion in our stomach. Yeah. Anything else? Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. From my homework, I got a help from a friend. Shamalangi, we can barely hear you. Uh, can you hear now? Kind of. Okay. Uh, so, Shamarupa Prabhu just messaged me. He helped. So, text 49. I asked a question about the four names. So he just Avantika, I can't hear your mom. You better go fix it. Okay. Um. In the meantime, Shruti Priya says, I had discussed an earthworm in high school. Their nervous system heart is a ring that goes around the front of their tubular body. Amazing. Hare Krishna Prabhu. Hare Krishna. Uh, while we're waiting for my oh, wait a minute, Shamalangi said she made it there, and then we'll, we'll go. You'll go next, okay? So, Mamaraj, actually, I asked a question about the four names, and uh, Shamarupa Prabhu just messaged me saying that um, the next text, text number 49, it has that Suvarna Varna Himango verse. Yeah. So those are the eight names, the four and four. Oh, eight. right. That's true. Okay. Thank you very much. Suvarna Varna Hemango, Varnangashanjanangadi, Sanyasya Krishna Shanto, Nishta Shanti Parayana. So it has four and four. So they're Suvarna Varna Hemango. So I read them off. What are the four and four? Shamalangi does fast research. She's one of the fastest researchers we have in our movement. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Yeah, so uh, so first is Suvarna Varno, that is the first name, uh, having the color of gold. Next is Hemango, Hemangaha, whose body was like molten gold. And then Varang, Varangaha, 
having the most beautiful body fourth is chandana chandanangadi whose body was smeared with sandalwood then fifth is sanyashakrit which is practicing the renounced order of life then is shamaha which is equipoised then seventh is shantaha peaceful and last is nishtha shanti parayanaha uh, which is uh, devotion and of peace of the highest resort so those are the eight names beautiful fantastic so we'll have to start chanting that verse from now on in our bhajans suvarna varna hemango sanyasak suvarna varna hemango varnangas chanjanangadi sanyasya krishna shanto nishta shanti parayana it's from the vishnu sasranam stotram do you all chant that the vishnu sasranam stotram yes guru you chant it every day no sometimes yes it takes a while right yeah i, I memorized it guru maharaj actually <laughs> i don't know the meaning but i memorized yes yes marana matrena janma samsara bandana mamuchite namastasmai vishnave namaha namaha samasta bhutama nam ati bhutari bhubrite aneka rupa rupaya vishnave prabha vishnave om vishnam vishnu vishatkaro bhutabhavya bhavatrabhu bhutakrishbhutam bhutatmabhutapavanaha bhutatmaparamaparamatmanchanam paramagatihi abhyayapurusatsaksho kshetragnokshariyevacha keep going Now, now I can hear whoever's from South India is chiming in now. <laughs> Very good. Excellent. Well, how beautiful that is and how beautiful that it has the names of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in it. It's so nice. So if you chant the Vishnu Sahasranam, if you chant the names of uh, Rama, it's worth chanting the names of the Lord Vishnu a thousand times. If you chant one Krishna, three Ramas, uh one krishna so don't worry if you're chanting hari krishna you're covered hari krishna all right credit goes to shamarupa just see all roads lead back to shamarupa credit goes to shamarupa for telling me about the verse way to go shamarupa prabhu very good that's a really nice meditation and something we're taking away from this uh meeting today uh we all knew that verse anyway but now we remember the 4 and 4 and we can celebrate that verse at all our meetings and we'll chant that verse to, with great delight remembering these four names of lord chaitanya in youth and then in um in his later pastimes right shamalangi and you and shamarupa are going to get credit every time you'll get residual spiritual benefits will go in your bank account every time we sing it hari krishna hari krishna Gor Premanande Hari Bol. So now we have the great opportunity to worship our founder Acharya Shila Prabhupada, and we'll put our heart and soul into singing these verses and remembering them. All our power comes from uh, worshiping the Acharya Acharya Pasanam. Our process is to worship the Acharya, and by worshiping the Acharya and the Acharyas, that the whole line of Acharyas, that there's a flow of uh 
bhakti shakti that comes through. So we worship by singing and remembering how this is our life and soul to worship Srila Prabhupada and also to do the work, the service that he gave us to do to spread the Sankirtan movement. And as we do that, then no matter what our previous qualification may or may not have been, uh, we become qualified by uh, hanging on to the great Acharyas. And uh, for us, Srila Prabhupada is the topmost. Can everyone unmute and say Hare Krishna? Hare Krishna. 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 Not to the arm, man. Not to the arm, man. Not to the arm, man.